the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We're driven by love. Come on, love life. Let all that you do be done with love. Let all that you do, come on, be done in love. Let all that you do be done for love. Let all that you do be driven by love. Come on, you gotta be driven by love to love others. What do we gotta be driven by? By the love of God, God's great love for us. It happens first by uncovering and uh, and discovering God's great love for you. You know, when you uncover and you discover God's great love for you, then you finally start to truly understand how to love yourself. Because you know what? It's hard to love others when you don't love yourself. You only give what you got right? And we're going to be given what we got is the love of God. Be filled to the top with the fullness of God, with the love of God. What drives you? What drives you? Come on, what gets you up in the morning? What drives you? What motivates you? What inspires you? What energizes you, right? What are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? Those stats, that game, level up? Um, What are you passionate about? Getting some money in the bank account? What are you passionate about? What do you wake up in the morning and you check? What do you wake up in the morning and you check on your phone? You check in that bank account? You check in those emails? You check in for, you know, a little love you text in the morning? What are you checking for when you wake up? Come on, check the word. Check what God's word says about you. He loves you unconditionally. He loves you endlessly, right? He loves you so very much. And let the love of God be your passion. Come on, we passionate about the love of God. Loving God, loving people, and loving life. It starts with loving God. And it starts with because he loved us first. He wins, right? I love you. He loves me. He loves me more. He loved me first. He loves me always. That's right. God loves us. We're passionate about the love of God. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 16, this is the Amplified, be on guard. Come on, love life. Wake up. Be on guard. Look at your neighbor say, be on guard, and then slap them and see if they caught you. No, just kidding. Be on guard, up high, down low, too slow, down low, too slow, right? Come on, be on guard. Stand firm in your faith and trust in God, respecting his precepts, his way of doing things, his word, and keeping your doctrine sound. Wake up. This is why we need to learn the word of God. This is why we come to church. This is why it is so important that you take notes, that you write down the scriptures, that you go over the YouTube, that you go over the podcast. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word on repeat. And you know what? If you're just hearing and hearing and hearing the news, if you're just hearing and hearing and hearing the TikToks, if you're just hearing and hearing and hearing, hearing your favorite motivational whoever, whatever on YouTube, then that's what your faith is going to be built in. 
built on. That's what you're going to foundation because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And then when the storms come, when the troubles come, when, when things happen, what's your foundation on? Our foundation is on the love of God. We found it on the rock. Come on. We got to learn the word. We got to, you guys, you only believe the parts of the Bible you do. Some of you, that's not much. Come on. We're, we're the doers. We're the few. We're the movers. We're the shakers, right? We're the hearers and the doers, not deluding, being delusional. Guys, religious people are delusional. They be talking about this word and that scripture, and they do nothing. Talk is cheap. Come on, we got to walk it like we talk it. Hey, walk it like we talk it. Walk it out. Why? Because there's a world out there that is so desperate for love. They're so desperate for love. Gang members, thugs, you know what they want? They want a tribe. They want a belonging. They want a love. They want something where they come and they have what? Brotherly love. They got protection. That's what the world is looking for. All this, you know, thirst traps and Instagram. You are so thirsty for love, for affection. Come on. The world is so hungry for love, and so is the church. It shouldn't be so. It shouldn't be so. It's because we got to learn what God says about love. We got not love is love. You know, God is love. And we got to abide in his word. That means we got to live and we've got to dwell. And we got to find our special place in our being in his word. And that's where you meet the face of God in his word. And when you're spending time in the word and God's presence is there with you, surrounding you, consuming you, all over you, is in your special time with the word. With the word. Get passionate about the word of God. Get passionate about the love of God. Get passionate about church. Come hungry. Come expecting that God's got a word for you and that the word of God is going to come alive. Because you know what? We need a revelation of this information. Paul had a revelation. What does a revelation mean? He had an understanding, a revelation of Jesus. And he endured. Pastor Dan's been teaching on Sunday. And you know what, Paul? He's been shipwrecked. He's been beat. He's been killed. And what does he do? He gets back up. He gets back up and he gets back up. And we over here talking about, oh, I don't have money to do fancy things. This afflictions. I don't have money to get my nails done. And we over here crying and whining and throwing fits. We are so spoiled here in the United States of America. Just saying, right? Our poverty level here is other people's prosperity. So we better wake up and thank God that we live here. Thank God for the opportunities that we have here, right? And thank God for his word and that we got freedom to uh, preach boldly his word, that we have freedom to serve God openly and freely, right? That's what we gotta, we gotta take advantage of this, of the country that we live in. Y'all know what you need to do? You need to buy a Bible, okay? Sorry, yelling again. We got to buy a Bible. Why? Because you know what's going to happen? What if you have no Wi-Fi one day? What if you got no service? That means you got no Bible. 
We have a generation that has not put finger on a Bible and turn the page and hear the sound of the crickling pages and, and have all your highlights and your notes in there of that moment that that word came alive to you. Because sometimes the word is, is there, but you're not connected. And then there's a moment when Pastor Dan speaks the word or he breaks down the Greek and Hebrew and all that. And you're like, bam, the word comes alive. And there you are writing in that note. I'm just saying, Everybody, come on, pick up a new King James version of the Bible, all right? King James version is a little King Jameseth, but a new King James. And then there's all kinds of fun versions too, but we just got to what? We got to keep your doctrine sound. You want to know why we got to keep our doctrine sound? That our doctrine is what we believe. And if somebody walks up to you as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, a born-again believer, and they say, what do you believe in? And you're like, you know what? If you go to my church's website, there's a, there's a section that says what we believe. No, what do you believe? What do you believe? I believe in the word of God. And we stand on the word of God. And you got to know that that's your personal belief system. So when sickness and disease and poverty and rejection come knocking at your door, what do you believe? I believe in healing. I believe in health. Come on. I believe in God is more than enough. He provides for all my needs. I will not lack. Come on. I believe in the great, endless, relentless love of God. So when all that comes a knocking, you better know what you believe. Not the church's statement of faith on the website that I better Google and look up because what do I believe? No, you better know what you believe. You believe in the word. We believe in the word of God. Come on. Get your doctrine sound. Because the enemy, he wants to fake like he knows the word. He comes after you with the word, with a tweak. You know, that sounds good. And that sounds spiritual. But it's not scriptural. And we need to know that. We need to know that. Woo, that sounds but we need to know what the word says. Act like mature men and women. Who's ready to act like mature people in here? Come on, put away childish things. Be courageous. Be strong. And let everything you do be done in love. This is how we win the world. This is how we are driven by love. Because we're letting everything that we do be done in love. We let everything that we do in our home, in our house, with our family, be done in love, right? Not, not be done with spite, with bitterness, with envy. No, it's going to be done with love. And when we go into the workplace, we're so full of the fullness of God that we do our work enthusiastically in love as we're in the workplace. And, and, and what if... What if um, we got so many people in the workplace, and let me remind you that we work to eat, okay? We, everybody's over here like, I wonder if this and I wonder if that. You guys, I couldn't tell you how many phone calls I get about, is this the right job for me? And I say, does it pay the bills, okay? And not obviously something disgusting and unmoral and unethical, 
But like, do you know what I mean? Like, should I work at McDonald's or Burger King? Or should I work here or there? Okay, just saying in case. Now in these times, we got to clarify some things about the workplace and what people are calling work. But anyways, if you know, you know what I'm talking about. So does it pay the bills? Then that, and that is a great job opportunity because you have an opportunity to reach out to people in the workplace, right? But I don't know if I'm passionate about this. I'm not really sure if this is my gifting or my calling. Does it pay the bills? Come on. Do you have food to eat? Can you provide for your family? Then go and get it done, okay? That's for free. That's just for free. Let it be done in love, motivated and inspired by God's love for us. What drives you? The unconditional love of God. What inspires you? Come on, the never-ending love of God. Y'all just need to be inspired. God's love never ends, right? What motivates you? The endless love of God. What energizes you? Come on, the relentless love of God. That'll stir you up. Let's go, right? What are you passionate about? The everlasting love of God. God's love for me. God's love for others. I want that to be the motivation of my life, right? When, when, what are you thinking about? What are you meditating on? What is my purpose and my service in this moment? What is my, my purpose and my service at, in this season? What is my purpose and my service with these children, with these teens, with the young adults, when I'm at the grocery store, when I'm in the car? What is my purpose and my service? Because because strength is for service and not for status. And I know that God has a plan and a purpose. So what am I thinking about? What am I meditating on? Because what you think you become, what you think about all the time you become. So I would challenge your thinking is what's my purpose and my service? What's my purpose and my service in this season, in this time? What's my purpose to study the word, apply the word, hear the word, do the word, be the word, be the living example, a living testimony that my life would be a letter of God's word. Guys, it's not just every memorized scripture. It's about living the word of God. And once you know the scripture and you have the scriptures memorized, you know how many scriptures Pastor Dan quotes in every single sentence without even saying a scripture. Because it's in him. It's who he is. It's who we are. We are love life. And the word of God needs to be founded in us that we're not out there quoting scripture. We're not out there saying, amen, hallelujah, can I get a witness? What, what, while you at the grocery store? But you're driven by love. And you're walking in love. And you're being patient and kind and enduring long in those lines when you can't stand people. That's love. Right? Not talking trash, believing the best, not being petty. That's love. Walking in love, loving God, loving people, and loving life. Loving his word. Loving his way. God has a way of doing things. And it's time to get passionate about his way of doing things. There's the world's way. There's our parents' way. There's the way of our generation. And there's God's way of doing things. And it is our responsibility as children of God to follow his way of doing things. To follow his commands, right? To follow his way of doing things. We've got to be loving his truth. 
loving his church. We are passionate about the church, building the church. Guys, when you criticize the church, let me remind you, you are the church. It's us. We are one body, one family, in this together, better together, stronger together. We get to call this place home. So that'll be easily stop those judgments, right? We are the church. We're passionate about his church, loving God, loving people, his power, his presence. Come on, get passionate. Love, life, family. Be on guard. Come on, watch your heart, watch your words. Be on guard. Be in faith. Be courageous. We got to be bold. We got to be courageous about what we believe in and what we stand for in this time and in this age because the world is pushing an agenda. And they want to know how far that they can push you before you cave and before you crush and before you bow. Come on, we bowing. Imagine back in the day when they didn't bow. They got thrown in the fire, and we over here just scared in case somebody cancels us. We're over here scared in case somebody puts a thumbs down on one of our posts. We're over here scared, worried about what people are going to think and people are going to say because we're making a stand for truth and right and justice, right? We got it, but if you don't even know, that's why the world is pushing so hard on what you believe about this, what you believe about um, this agenda in the school and this agenda with education and this agenda and how far the government can push us and say, no, you can't open the church doors. No, you can't have this and you can't do that. And they want to say, how far will the church be pushed? How far can they say? How far can they go? And we're over here like, I don't know. How far. Really? No, we got to be driven by love. We got to stand firm. We got to be on guard and we got to know the word. We got to know the word, we got to know the truth, and we got to know our rights and the law, okay? <laughs> right? This is the United States of America. Thank God for this country. Thank God that it was founded on the word, on the word of God, right? We got to be mature, be strong, and trust in God completely, Trusting God completely in these unsettling times of financial struggle and gas prices going through the roof and chicken prices and egg prices and, and the gallon of milk and all this stuff. Do you trust God completely? Do you trust God as your provider? Do you trust God that God says, given to be given unto you, right? Do you trust God that these are the moments that, are, that history is going to tell that God we trusted God in our finances. We trust God with our relationships. We trust God with our children. We trust God with our health. Come on, we trust in God and let everything you do be driven by love, be done in love. Paul said in Romans 12, 9, let your love be sincere. How many of y'all know you can tell when somebody's fake? <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Let your love be sincere, a real thing. Hate what is evil. Did the Bible just tell us to hate something? Yes. What are we supposed to hate? Evil. Hate what is evil. Loathe all ungodliness. Turn from wickedness, but hold fast to that which is good. Be devoted. Come on devoted to one another with authentic brotherly love as members of one family. 
We're going to have that brotherly love that we're in this together. We're looking out for each other. Your victory is my victory. Right? Give preference to one another and honor. It is so important that we learn to honor each other. Give preference to one another. When's the last time you poured a bowl of ice cream and one was bigger and you gave the bigger one away? It's the little things. You know, when the French fries had one had ten, five, three more. And you stuffed those ten, five, three in your mouth before you even showed your brother or sister. Your spouse, your whoever, your kids. Do you see what I'm saying? Let all that we do, we think just spiritual things. No, let all that we do be done in love. Be done in love. When your kids see you guys as mom and dad preferring each other, outdoing each other, outgiving each other, outserving each other, that's what they will model. They model you. They do what you do. Well, they say so much is caught, not taught, or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I got it wrong. But they're, they're modeling you. They're just picturing what you do. And there you are. Oh, your dad, he never done wash the dishes. He don't do nothing around here. What is that? And then you wonder why they complain about each other. Mom, so do you dad. Mom, mom, They are mimicking what is being modeled. It's quiet. Let's model the love of God. Let's model the service, right? What's my purpose in my service? What's my purpose in my service? To love each other, outdo each other, serve each other, right? Be devoted. Give preference to one another. Never lagging behind in diligence. You know what this means? Don't be lazy. We're not lagging behind in diligence. We're going to be diligent and not lazy. Diligent to do what? Diligent to keep our word. Diligent to keep our promises. Diligent to keep our commitments. Let me tell you, the moment you make a commitment, the enemy hears that commitment, and bam, you get attacked. You know, like once you make a commitment publicly, I'm waking up in the morning, I'm going to do my devotion, I'm going to read the word, I'm going to work out, and what happens the next day? Oh, my ankle. Oh, I can't get out of bed, my knee. Oh, the alarm didn't go off, it's the alarm. Devil, you're a liar. No, not today. Let's be resilient. Get up, you and your ankle. Come on. Your ankle has nothing to do with picking up the Bible and reading it. (laughs) Not lagging behind in diligence. Be passionate in the spirit. Get passionate about the things of God. Enthusiastically serving the Lord. So excited for your name to be on the calendar on the dream team. You cannot wait to come and serve. You are here early. You are excited to be an usher, to be on the worship, to be with the children. Whatever it is, enthusiastically serving the Lord. Guys, I have been here just at at this church alone for 25 years. A quarter of a century. Do you know how? How many children I think about in all the years of service, changing their diapers, singing the scriptures over them, reading the word over them, how many times they've raised their hand to receive Jesus, getting baptized with the Holy Spirit, getting bat- water baptized, 
Sometimes it overwhelms me just thinking that I had the opportunity to serve God's kids, to serve his family. Like, who am I? It, it, it is amazing. Your life has true fulfillment when you can impact someone that can do nothing for you. They can do nothing for you. And some of these kids, it'll be a decade later, and they find me somewhere and be like, Miss Sasha, remember? Remember when I raised my hand? Miss Sasha, remember when you pulled my front tooth? <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Why? Because, because my life is perfect? Because I'm so excited to come every single service and serve? No, because I made a decision. Because I decided to keep my word that I was going to serve God and love God no matter what. Whatever he had for me, whatever that looked like, whatever my purpose and service was in that moment, in that season, I would give it all and I would do it all over and over and over again. There's no greater joy. Jesus said that my joy may be filled in you. Like that's purpose. That's fulfillment, enthusiastically serving the Lord, constantly rejoicing in hope because our confidence is in Christ. So we always have hope in the time of lack, in the time of sickness, in the time of not sure, in the time of, in these crazy times of inflation and all the things that are going on. You know what? We got confident expectation, not in our own abilities, but in Christ Jesus, in the blood of Jesus, in the promises of his word, in the promises of the word of God. What did Isaac do in the time of famine? He sowed. He sowed a seed in the time of famine and reaped a harvest of a hundredfold and became a very prosperous man. These opportunities of lack and these opportunities of famine and financial ruin are opportunities for God to get the glory. They're opportunities for God to make a way when there was no way. It's an opportunity for God to shine. And we're going to shine because we're going to be driven by love. Driven by love, right? Constantly rejoicing. Be steadfast. Be single-minded and patient in times of trouble and distress. Don't be double-minded. Be single-minded. Be resilient. You know what? Love makes you resilient because love believes all things, endures all things, hopes all things. Love never fails. Love, come on, drives out fear. Love makes you resilient. What can make you resilient going through all these times of trouble? Look at Paul, shipwrecked, beaten. What does he do? He gets back up. His resilience was in that revelation of the love of God, and his love was for the church. It was for the people. So of course he's going to get back up. Paul, we need you. <laughs> we need you. Get back up. Steadfast. Be devoted in prayer. Continually, always talk with God. Talk to him about everything. Continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength. Contributing to the needs of God's people. Pursuing the practice of hospitality. Come on, serving on the dream team. Serving your family. Serving your community. 
How many already do something in your community? Impact your community. How many of you like moms are ready to be school board leaders? Come on, get in there. We can do this. This is like, I have, you got, you got time if your kids are in school. But imagine if the church rose up and made an impact in the community, right? Come on, we vote for each other. That'd be awesome. Voting's coming up, just telling you better vote, right? And let the word of God and let your faith vote. But it's exciting looking up and reading about these individuals and, and the school board leaders and reading what they believe in and what they stand in and what they want to educate our children about. I don't have any, but I claim them all, right? I claim them all. It's just exciting and it just makes me think about like man that's so cool we went to high school with this guy who is now the school he's going for the school board leader and you read about him I'm like hey that's pretty cool any moms in here want to be some school board leader are you the home school board leader leading your home right bless those who persecute you who cause you harm and hardship Bless and do not curse them. We're going to bless those. Bless those. Those family members, those people that done left, talking trash about you. Are you going to curse them or are you going to bless them? We're going to bless them because we're not going to be ensnared and we're not going to be trapped by the enemy by some, some offense. Just let it go, right? Rejoice with those who rejoice. Sharing others' joy and learning to truly celebrate others because you understand that their victory is your victory. Their win is your win. Celebrate others and weep with those who weep, sharing others' grief. I've learned sometimes, sometimes people just need you to listen. You know, I'm a fix it. I want to fix it, fix you. What can I do? An action girl. So I've learned that sometimes when people are grieving because things happen, they just need somebody to listen. So grieve with those who grieve. doesn't mean you need to fall apart too, okay? But be there for them. Live in harmony with one another. Don't be haughty, conceited, self-important, exclusive, but associate with humble, teachable people. Who are we going to associate with? Teachable people. Who are teachable people? You can give them correction and they make a change. That's a teachable person, right? We're going to be teachable people. Those with a realistic self-view. Do not overestimate yourself. Never repay anyone evil for evil. Take thought for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight of everyone, if possible. I love that it says if possible. Ready? If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Beloved, never avenge yourself. This is amazing. You don't need to avenge yourself. You don't need somebody post something about you and you got to post, well, you, you got to post your side. Anybody? You got to tell your side. You know what? There's two sides to every story. One is a lie and one is my truth. No. That's two lies. Don't avenge yourself, but leave the way open for God's wrath and his legal righteousness. For it is written in scripture, 
Vengeance is mine. I'm going to leave that to the Lord. Anybody? I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome. Do not be conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. And let all that you do be done with love. Let all that you do be done in love. Come on, let all that you do be done for love. And let all that you do be driven by love. Because God is love, right? Live in love, abide in love, walk in love, dwell in love. 1 John 4, 8. My beloved friends, let us continue to love each other since love comes from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a real relationship with God. And when people are unlovely, we need to have compassion with them that maybe they have not experienced a relationship with God. But you have, and you have something to offer them, a real, lasting, everlasting love. The person who refuses to love does not know the first thing about God because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love. This is how God showed his love for us. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. We live in Christ. This kind of love we are talking about, not not that we once upon a time loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to clear away sin and the damage it did to our relationship with God. Love life, we got to be on guard, right? We got to be in faith. We got to stand firm. We've got to be courageous. We've got to be strong. We've got to be mature. We've got to trust in God completely. And we've got to let everything that we do be done in love. And we've got to change our mindset about, oh, love. Love is, we make it super spiritual and only the big things. But you know, the little things is what makes a difference. Those little things, those little impacts is making a big difference in the world. Why? Because you behave differently and you act differently and you walk differently when you're walking in love, right? We got to let God's love lead us and guide us and direct us in his word. Let the unconditional, never-ending, endless, relentless, everlasting love of God be the driving force of your life. Loving God and loving people and loving life. It all starts with God loved us first. God loved us first, right? And us loving others is the root of that love. And we got to get rooted and grounded in the love of God. And then we become unshakable. We become resilient because it doesn't matter because love healed me. Love conquered all. Love restored me. Love redeemed me. Love saved me. Love set me free. And that's what we got to live out, this love walk. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Y'all received something tonight? You ready to love your neighbor, right? Love your neighbor and love your household, right? I love you guys. Have a great night. We will see you on Sunday. 
Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.